You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we are back talking The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 1. Lines wow, we Season crossed. 10. I know, crazy? It's crazy. Wow. I yeah. mean, we haven't been doing this podcast since the first season, so... Mm-hmm. Although, because of the nature of us covering the two shows, this now episodically speaking is the second most of any podcast on cinema geekly no other podcast yeah. has reached into the hundreds the the marvel podcast is close but mm-hmm. n- this one has officially reached over 100 episodes uh i think we're well over 100 at this point so uh i don't think we're going to catch up to the main podcast which is almost at 200 but uh, yeah, that's uh, wow. that's crazy. We've been doing a lot of this Walking Dead talk, and uh, it's going to continue at least for a little bit. There's a season eleven of The Walking Dead that's confirmed. Uh, mm-hmm. More Fear the Walking Dead is going to be coming, and then there's that spinoff show that didn't particularly uh, get me excited. But we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, let's talk about what happened in Lines We Cross, the episode or the season ten premiere. Of The Walking Dead. The harsh winter has long passed. That feels like we're starting to, like, reading Shakespeare or something. <laughs> the harsh winter has long since passed. Uh, and the collective communities continue to thrive. There have been no signs of whisperers, but uh, everyone is still split. Uh, they're of a, a split mind on what this means. Some, like Michonne and Daryl, feel uh, they fear that uh, they will return. And... Uh, order others to respect the line that delineates their boundaries. Others, like Carol, believe the Whisperers have just disappeared entirely, and thus uh, no one should fear crossing the territory, but respect the orders of Michonne and others. The collective communities have started training an army against the Walkers uh, over at Oceanside Camp. However, during one exercise, they find a Whisperer Walker mask washed ashore, and fears about the whispers spread to the other communities. Scouting parties are sent out to check along the territory boundaries to see if there's any signs of them, but none are found. Daryl and Carol form another party, and Carol expresses her desire to leave on her own, causing Daryl and her to have an argument. Across the communities, they all witness fireballs fall from the sky into a nearby forest, within the Whisperer boundaries. Over radio, the communities agree that they have to put out the fire. If they don't, it will spread and threaten their communities as well. The firefighting teams are sent out, and as they put the fire out, they find the fallen object is an old Soviet satellite whose orbit has decayed. After a brief encounter with the walkers drawn by the fire, it is extinguished, and Michonne orders everyone to leave immediately, but Eugene insists that they stay a little bit longer to try to recover 
the satellite for any technology that could help them. Michonne reluctantly agrees. During the chaos, Carol wanders off, followed by Daryl, and again she talks about her wanderlust, and he offers to go with her, but she refuses. As Daryl goes back to rejoin the others, Carol looks down into a nearby ravine and sees Alpha stepping out of the woods, and their eyes meet. So that mm-hmm. sounds like trouble for this whole boundaries yeah. thing. Uh, what did you think of the season 10 premiere? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed this a lot. I wonder if the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because I've been disappointed with Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And the things that happened in this episode were kind of things that I was hoping would happen in Fear the Walking Dead. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the tension and the uh, anxiety of, you know, uh, things going wrong. So, you know, there, there was a lot of like, I love the beginning of this episode where they are kind of like practicing a war. Yeah. Um, like all, everything they did was so cool. And I think that the zombies that appear in that scene mm-hmm. were so disgusting. Yeah. It was amazing. They, they, they come out of like a boat and they they have like, I don't know. It looked so dis. It looked so slimy. Yes, it was disgusting but beautiful. Like <laughs> the <laughs> fact that they can do that effect, uh, it was just so good. But um, I, we should note back to back episodes of Walking Dead featuring gurgling zombies. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there was I don't know if you remember this this part, but there's there's a part uh, later in the episode where. Uh, Daryl and Carol are in the woods. And I think this is be- before they start arguing. Mm-hmm. And you see a, a tree. And you see a, the hand of a zombie kind of like pushing itself. It, like spiders around the tree. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was it was so short. But I was like, that looks amazing, too. Yeah. I so thought good. I thought there were great cinematography in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that I cried in this episode. Yeah. I did. That okay. scene, I cannot remember the name, the name of the characters, but um, that scene at the beach where they, mm. they're pulling like a net. Yeah. Um, and there's... Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's Connie. Um, Connie. Connie's the one who's... She's the one who's deaf. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I, I can't remember. Can't remember the, the, the other one's uh, name. But yeah. they have a very touching scene where it seems that uh, the other one is losing mm-hmm. hearing. Um, and he's very upset that he's not going to be able to protect her yes. and help her communicate with other people. And she's like, I'm, I'm fine. But the whole scene was so touching. And he's crying and she's like trying to calm him down. And it was so, I don't know. I don't know why it made me so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just telling him that, you know, it's cuz it sounds like might that character may also be going deaf right. slowly right. or or has hearing issues as well, and she's trying to tell him that it's like, you know, a superpower, don't worry, we've been practicing mm-hmm. for this and um you know, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a very touching scene as well. It was very touching. Yeah. Um what do you think? Uh well, it's because it started 
it started in a way, this episode started in a way that I did not expect okay. this show to begin. So I turn on the show and the first thing I see is a fade into Earth. And there's like mm. a satellite orbiting. Like now I know like the satellite is going to crash or something. They're kind of, you know, why else would they be showing this satellite? Yeah, but yeah. For some reason, I thought because it was such a bizarre beginning, I'm like, oh, we're going to be in for something like real crazy here. Maybe we still <laughs> will, but I doubt it. They're going to space. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily space, but like maybe somebody was like monitoring. Some, like maybe people have, oh. there's somebody, somebody somewhere still has control of uh, satellites. They're able to like monitor things, or maybe there's something mm. on board the satellite that is going to affect things. I just thought it was such a weird and bizarre thing. Like this has to be something huge. Yeah, maybe maybe Eugene will in fact find something in this satellite that'll make some sort of big difference. Was it was it in Fear the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead that they talked to an astronaut that was stuck in space? I don't really remember. Maybe that was The Walking Dead. Maybe it was Fear. I, 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 think, I think it was, it was fear. fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was near the beginning of yes. the like when everything went bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, maybe there's, like, a person in there. Like, I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just, like, it felt like it was just there to be, like, satellites are going to start falling out of the sky eventually, and this one landed close to them, and it created, you know, a, a fire that they had to put out, but it also crossed the lines. Like, if that's all it ends up being, then I'm kind of, yeah, that seems like maybe mm-hmm. a wasted potential to do something fun or interesting. But, like, that got me interested right away. And then they moved into, and I did this throughout the uh, the episode, by the way. The chunks of the episode were broken up by these um, almost, like, Kevin Smith's clerks, like, breakups yeah. <laughs> of black screen with white text that have mm-hmm. something to do, almost like a chapter title, uh, which I thought was an interesting little uh, change to the show's formatting. Uh, but, yeah. like, the training and stuff, I really... I really like that whole training scene on the Oceanside uh, beach. Like, mm-hmm. uh, all, all of that stuff that they had set up was cool. All those cool shields with the spikes uh, and the way that they were working together. I thought that was yep. all really neat. Michonne, the the stuff they did with Michonne, slicing through zombies in slow-mo, mm-hmm. uh, that looked gorgeous. Yes. I think one of them... I think on the last one, they tossed in like an eyeball flying by the screen. Yeah, And that's what blows me away of this show, because mm-hmm. I, I talk to people that do not watch The Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. I say things like, it's gorgeous. Like the the show is beautiful. And people are like, it's zombies. I'm like, I know, I know. But the way that they sh- shoot things. <laughs> yeah, they actually, it is really pretty to it's look at. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh so I really enjoyed that. Um, and again, this is going to sound like I'm talking about Fear the Walking Dead here, but this episode was mostly just character moments. Uh, yeah. People interacting. Now, granted, these are characters that we know a lot more about. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little bit easier to, to sink our teeth into. But it was mostly kind of just character moments. I it was It was interesting to see... Um, Rick's vision mm-hmm. come to life as we see Negan actually working in the garden. Right. He still I was lives, really happy to see that. He still yeah. lives in the prison, but 
he comes out every now and again for work detail and people have to mm-hmm. keep their distance from him, but he seems mm, mostly reformed. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm happy enough to do this for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm like, Hey, hold on. No, <laughs> don't, well, don't mean, talk listen, like that. <laughs> like I said before, he has been really lucky. Yes, he has. He has been protected yes. way too much. <laughs> um, I really loved the scene of, I can't remember Judith's, like, half-brother. I don't remember his name. Um, uh, yeah, the little boy that yeah. Michonne and Rick had, but I, I don't mm-hmm. remember his name. But Judith telling him the story of their father, mm-hmm. like like he's a superhero, I thought that yeah. was sweet and michonne kind of like sitting there listening trying to keep it together mm-hmm. uh i loved all that stuff uh, and we saw some some uh foreshadowing there because she says uh something like you know when you love someone you do anything to protect them and mm-hmm. that's something that i will do that for you and i was like oh there it is that's, that's how she's gonna go that's your out <laughs> yes um i actually liked i don't know how you feel about Daryl and Connie, but mm. it's clear so far. I think it's really cute. Daryl, adorable. Um, there's a scene where Dog runs up to Connie, mm-hmm. and she takes Dog back to Daryl, who's waiting at the docks. I think for Carol to show up because apparently Carol's like she was Assassin's Carol, but now she's like Assassin's Carol for Black Flag. She's out sailing the seas. <laughs> Like, on a boat now. She's like Captain Carol. Yeah. Um, But Connie brings Dog back to Daryl. And Daryl has learned some rudimentary sign language. Like, Connie writes something down. She's like, I Mm -hmm. brought something you lost. And he signs to her something like, nah, he just likes you better. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit of flirtation there. And there's a subtle little scene later where... They showed Daryl and Carol walking off together, and in Daryl's back pocket is a book about learning sign language. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is so adorable. He Daryl mm-hmm. likes Connie, and Connie already likes Daryl. I think that's mm-hmm. obvious, but the feeling is reciprocated, and he wants to learn how to sign so he can talk to her. I think that's right. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they had a significant. Uh, they had a significantly. Uh, awkward scene with Carol and Ezekiel. Uh, He's like, hey, you look good. And she's like, you too. I should go. Uh, So that was uh, adequately awkward. Yeah. But I liked, uh, for the most part, I liked all that stuff with Daryl and Carol. That was all good stuff. I love that. Um, It was so simple. They're just sitting in the woods, just eating and talking. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you mad at me? And she's like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> but then but then he then he says that she is uh his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she kinda teases him a little bit. I love that. Oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the they did a they did a thing with uh Rosita and Eugene and Sadiq and She literally has three Gabriel. Yeah, she has a harem. <laughs> a harem of men. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what Eugene was doing. Eugene basically performed science experiments on Rosita's baby. I have no idea what's going on with Eugene. Eugene, 
he was like he was like measuring this baby and uh just like performing science experiments on the baby's poop you you name it (laughs) he was doing everything and like they're all in a room together and he's like i've made this chart of everything for the baby like when to eat when it eats like when what's the perfect temperature for the baby's formula uh yeah and said was it was it sadiq i uh he's just like thanks i'm gonna use probably none of that but thanks so much (laughs) like i don't understand well i mean the relationship is that uh eugene is in love with Rosita. Rosita, yeah. And Rosita likes Eugene, but I don't think she's in love with him. Right, right. Uh, I did like a, it later, like towards the, the, the end of the episode when the satellite comes down and he's like telling Michonne, I need 20 minutes to, you know, scavenge whatever is in here. Yeah. And Michonne, she has a reaction like, oh, Jesus. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I feel you, Michonne. That's how I feel about Eugene. And then he's like, well, I, I can do it in 10 minutes. And then she's like, you've yeah. got five minutes. Yeah. And I can't remember that, what this guy's name is, the guy that was a music teacher. Um, I think he's the one that asked Eugene if there's any radiation Yeah. Uh, near the satellite. And Eugene explains, well, there's radiation all around us. Mm-hmm. Um and after the explanation, he's like, you made it made me waste all my 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a there is a lot to like character wise in the episode. I like the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the setup here is that they did eventually cross into the border, uh, mm-hmm. although they did find some uh, there is a scene in the episode as well where they uh, are going through the woods and they find. A campsite where some sort of fight had occurred and there were right. walker skins mm-hmm. on their side of the border as well but now obviously I think things will pick up now that uh, Alpha has seen uh, one of the, the Alexandria uh, community members, Carol mm-hmm. in this case, on her side of the border so presumably uh, something will occur things will pick up uh, but for the most part, this was sort of just like, hey, a little bit of time has passed, and here's where everybody is at. Uh, that right. was the episode for this week. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Judith. I love that Judith is part of the like the uh, the fight team. Like when they're practicing yes. on the beach. I forgot to mention this, but like she's out there with like a little Michonne sword. She's got like mm-hmm. her own like katana or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm Adorable. I'm all for this. Judith needs to run this whole show. Just make it happen. And and if you think about it, like she is the perfect combination of uh, Rick and Michonne because she has mm-hmm. Rick's hat. Yes. And Michonne's sword. Yes. It's amazing. And kind of Michonne's attitude as well. Yeah, true. She seems a little hardened. I mean, she would be. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. when Michonne goes to give the, the two kids hugs... She's got to be mm-hmm. like, come on, Judith, bring it in. And Judith is like, I mean, she okay. is turning into a teen, so understandable. Yeah. <laughs> She's adorable, though. She's adorable. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on this week's episode? Uh, the, other, the only other thing I want to mention is that there's a scene where Sadiq is with a baby. Mm-hmm. And there's this character. He's a doctor. I don't think, I think it's a new character. I don't remember this guy. I call him Dr. Douche. Uh, he seemed <laughs> he seemed like such a prick, but he's new, right? Like we we didn't see him before. No, he's got to be from somewhere else. But he 
all I remember from this guy is that he walks in. He's got this ridiculous attitude, like he's in the, a different TV show altogether. <laughs> and he's just like, how about this apocalypse, right? We're like gods here. <laughs> it's like he was in Grey's Anatomy and just... <laughs> yeah. Got confused by the set. He's like, I was like a junior physician on Grey's Anatomy, but here, like, everyone looks up to me like I'm God. We could run this place, Sadiq. What do you say, buddy? And, like, Sadiq is having, like, PTSD flashbacks to, like, all the horrible shit with Alpha and whatnot. And he's like, why are you staring at my mouth, bro? You want to kiss me? And I'm like, oh, I, I, this dude needs to get eaten. What I want to point out is that that, like, what I got from that scene is yeah. that this guy is with the whispers. You think so? Yeah, because the way that Sadiq was looking at his mouth is like he was recognizing the voice oh. from when that whole attack happened. Maybe. So he's like an insider. Right. I see. That's what I thought. Because I was like, I've never seen this guy before. And now he's a doctor here. Well, I hope that's oh. the case. Because otherwise, I'm I'm wishing for this guy and the good guy team to get eaten real fast. <laughs> Because I did not like him. <laughs> I did not like him either. He was very unlikable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very random scene. <laughs> it was indeed. Um, yeah, there was like the scene with, uh, and I think there was like a scene with, uh, the scene with Negan. Uh, gosh, who is he with? He's with uh, the the new girl. Yeah, yeah. The, oh my God, I'm, uh, I'm Alpha, Alpha's daughter. Lydia. Yeah. Lydia, yeah. Kind of talking about how they're sort of the same, like everybody looks at them funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. Negan got to yep. say his, his shitting pants line again <laughs> about how everybody's scared of, of the whispers, but... Mm-hmm. Although I don't really know if they should be all that scared of the whispers, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, they like they use the... I feel like their new, uh, their new anti... Uh, whisper military techniques would work really mm-hmm. well, especially if they're using the 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 walkers as as a cover. Right, they have to walk really slow, uh, mm-hmm. and they've got long range weapons to uh, take them down with. But I don't know. It will be interesting to see. Uh, you know that it was announced that Maggie is coming back for next season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how Maggie would feel if she sees Negan, you know, working the crops and mm-hmm. just being part of the community, she's going to be so upset. Yes. <laughs> I would imagine <laughs> she would not be pleased. She's going to be pissed. She's going to be pissed. Yes. I would imagine she would not be happy at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but we'll see. Maybe there won't be a Negan by the end of the season. True. Or, True. or maybe, uh, maybe Maggie shows up at the end of the season, for all we know, to kind of yeah. bridge the two seasons together. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they've actually finished filming the whole season yet. So who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on uh, the first episode of season 10? And uh, what would you give it? I gave this episode a high score. Oh, I gave okay. this episode, yeah, uh, 4.5. Um, okay. I think I'm also, I'm, I might be a little bit biased because I saw a lot of Daryl. And I'm always happy about that. Yes. Um, so I, I, it's a little bit, you know, skewed because of that reason. <laughs> the Norman, the Norman Reedus factor. The Norman Reedus effect. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. I'm really torn. I haven't done this in a while for an episode. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to bring it out here. I'm giving it three and three quarters, 3.75, okay. just a hair under a four. Um, I think I'm still kind of floating in that fear the walking dead season mindset mm-hmm. a little bit where I just, I'm ready for something to happen and yeah. nothing's really happened yet. And I know mm-hmm. this is a different show and they're setting up different stuff, but I think my head is still in that, in that space, but I feel like things are going to pick up here uh, real quick. So, yeah, I actually got excited because there was a, there was a part that, you know how they, you said that they broke up the, the episode with little titles. Yes. Um, and there was one that was New Mexico. And I was like, wait, are they going to, you know, mm-hmm. see the people from Fear the Walking Dead? What's happening? That would be nice. <laughs> Talk to but one of them. It, it, was, it was totally di- something totally different. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic for the season going forward. It seems like the critical reception for the first episode was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. And ours was pretty good. I think, uh, positive. Uh, there's some, there's definitely some character stuff that interests me, but I'm excited to kind of get into the, uh, the deeper arc for the season. And I I hope it, I hope it ends up being a really good one. So, uh, we need it after uh, a kind of middle of the road fear the walking dead season. So yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, before we talk about uh, what we've got on store for next week, let's thank the good people over at Fandango for sponsoring the podcast this week. CinemaGeekly.com slash Fandango. Head on over there to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. That is at CinemaGeekly.com slash Fandango. Or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, and of course, while you're hanging out over at cinemageekly.com, uh, you can check out the archives of the show and you can also find us on Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for here, the walking dead, hit subscribe. And that way you can hear us come back next time. Talk more walking dead season 10. It's episode two and it's called, we are the end of the world. <laughs>